And so this class really helped me become a better tourist and it helped me uh, learn about a culture more through food. Welcome to Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. I'm Gail, and today we are going to be diving into a specific experience that can be replicated, and that would be going to a cooking school in Chiang Mai, Thailand. And normally I interview people from around the world about specific experiences that can be replicated. However, today I will be sharing my own experience. Throughout the month of January, I got to travel with my husband and my four-year-old daughter, and we traveled all around Singapore, a little bit of Malaysia, and and Thailand. And we went to Kolipe, a little island in the Andaman Sea. And please listen to the last episode if you're interested in going to Kolipe. Uh, but the next city that we hit up in Thailand was Chiang Mai. Now, Chiang Mai is the second largest city in Thailand and is located in northern Thailand. So there are no beaches around. <laughs> and I really want to take a cooking class in Chiang Mai. Uh, the Lonely Planet highly suggests it. Uh, and I love, I love cooking. Well, I love cooking when I have time to cook. And I am one of those weird people that love to read cookbooks. I know. But truly homemade Thai cooking has always intimidated me. Uh, so I thought a Thai cooking class in Thailand would be a great way to be introduced to homemade curry paste, sticky rice, and more. And um, I just wanted to make a quick note on my voice. Uh, I am getting over a cold, so this is not your normal Gale voice that you may you may always hear, but um, but just stay with me because. I'm going to tell you who you should book with and what the day was like and what to expect out of a cooking class in Chiang Mai. So when we were leaving Koli Bay, Thailand, before we made it to Chiang Mai, we were hanging out at the Elephant Cafe. And we ran into a group of people that were really friendly, that spent a lot of time in Chiang Mai. And we were going down the list of things to do in Chiang Mai. And I told them I wanted to do a cooking school. And they highly recommended the Thai farm cooking school. And so when we got to Chiang Mai, I immediately started reaching out to um, the Chiang Mai Thai farm cooking school, trying to get a a slot, and there was only one space left for our nine days while we were there. So I recommend booking it early, or at least when you know you're going to Chiang Mai. And I went ahead and booked it for a few days out. The school offered two classes, a half day and a full day. 
I opted for the full day and was picked up at my hotel in a nice van with about nine other people. What was cool is that the first stop where we went before going to the cooking school was uh, a little market in town. And there were no tourists there other than the other uh, cooking classes. And you could really see this is where uh, many of the locals shopped. Our our teacher, Kim, explained uh, the difference in between sticky and non-sticky rice. And it was really interesting because you could actually see the difference. And you use different methods to cook each. There are only two different kinds of rice, sticky rice and non-sticky rice. But there are many, many different species of rice. I will show you how you see this color of rice. White milky color, this part is sticky rice, more glutinous rice. We cook sticky rice by steaming, do steamer to steam rice. Uh, and another type of rice, uh, this part uh, this part is non-sticky rice. You can see different uh, non-sticky rice or Thai jasmine rice. We cook it by boiling or use rice cooker. They have different types, different species, and we cook with different ways. This one boiling, this one steaming. I will show you how to cook them. So Kim also walked through how to make each dish vegetarian and the correct substitutes for fish sauce and oyster sauce. It was pretty neat to be actually walked through authentic Thai products. And if you wanted to, to buy these products there at the market, you could to bring home for your own kitchen. So after the market, we continued on to our drive to the organic farm where the Thai farm cooking school was held. When we got to the farm, we all put on our straw hats and headed to the field. Kim showed us ingredients I've never seen before, like Thai eggplant and dynamite chilies. I took a too big of a bite out of the dynamite chili I tried. Yeah, <laughs> I was hurting a bit. Now, going into the farm, it really brought a whole new experience to food. We were able to smell and taste each ingredient, bringing in all of the senses. And back in the kitchen, it was time for us to make our own curry paste. We could choose in between red, green, or yellow. And... Uh, the yellow curry actually has um, origins more from India, whereas the red and green are a little bit more traditional Thai. I chose the green curry, and it had lots of fresh ingredients, and I had to muddle my own curry. It was really hard work making my own ingredients into a paste. Each time my instructor stopped by, I thought mine was done but she told me to work harder and I had to keep on muddling. I have so much respect for people who make their own curry paste. And at the school we also got to choose a soup to make. 
I chose a, a Tom Ka soup, a coconut milk based Thai soup. I swear it was the best soup I've ever had in my entire life. I could taste each ingredient and the flavors danced on my tongue. I mean, really, everything I ate at this cooking school was my best meal in Thailand. But that soup, that soup was so good. It was so good. I swear that alone is worth taking this cooking class is to make that soup and sit at the table and eat it. I, I swear. Oh, amazing. Mm. This is so good. Wow. Wow. And we also made a chicken cashew stir fry. We made spring rolls. Uh, my spring rolls didn't exactly turn out like everyone else's. I had I put the the spring roll like rice paper on the wrong side or the rough side on the outside. So mine burned, but I learned what not to do, and I was a good example of what not to do and and just help others feel better about themselves. That's, that's what I'm here for sometimes and. Uh, and we also made a mango sticky rice, which our mango sticky rice was blue rice and or kind of like purplish, which comes from uh, a Thai flower. And we also learned how to decorate our own curries. We used the coconut milk for cooking and we used coconut cream for the presentation and the decor on top. And you'll also see we made fun designs on top of the curry using that coconut cream. Now, we ate at many restaurants on our trip to Thailand, and no one else plated like I learned at the Thai farm cooking school. Or maybe we just weren't eating at fancy enough places. But I've got to say, just learning those little techniques in this one-day cooking class, uh they really stuck with me. I made so many new friends that day. It it was really nice to be surrounded by strangers who also loved traveling and loved cooking. We came from many different parts of the world, including Chile, France, the U.S., and more. There's just something about bringing people together over delicious food. I mean, what's great about taking this class is that I was able to recognize ingredients and learn how to eat Thai food when I was out. It turns out you're not supposed to dump your bowl of rice into a curry, but you you have your spoon and you uh, pick up a little rice with your spoon and kind of dip a little bit into the curry, or you could even eat with your hands a little bit. You could pick up some sticky rice and dip it into the curry. Um, And then when we went out and ordered green curry and we got the little green things in the bowl, I then knew it was Thai eggplant, which is traditionally in a green curry, something I hadn't seen in the States. 
And so this class really helped me become a better tourist and it helped me uh, learn about a culture more through food. Time to get into logistics. So, how do you get to Chiang Mai? Well, Chiang Mai is the second largest city in Thailand, so there is a large airport there. And once you make it to various like regions in Asia or Singapore, Bangkok, anywhere around there, once you make it to that area, you can get cheap flights everywhere, uh, many times for only $40 a person. If you're flying into Bangkok, you can also take an overnight train to Chiang Mai and you could get a sleeper car for about $20 a person if you do second class, which really was actually really nice um, and much cheaper than Amtrak here in the States. So fairly easy to get to Chiang Mai once you get over to that region. And there's also non-stop flights to Singapore from San Francisco. So if you're in the California region, get a flight to Singapore and then get your ticket to Chiang Mai. And when staying in Chiang Mai, there's many different places you can stay. Um, We stayed in the old city and it felt like the hub of Chiang Mai. We're traveling together, my husband, my daughter, and I, so we opted for hotels, and I found really good deals using Agoda, and we stayed in a three-star hotel called Descharm, and it was about $50 a night, and it also included breakfast. Now, once you're in Chiang Mai or before you're in Chiang Mai, uh, you're going to want to book your cooking class. So there's many you can choose from, but I loved my experience at the Thai Farm Cooking School. And you can book it by going to thaifarmcooking.com. You'll probably need to fill out a form and tell them what class you're interested in and maybe give them some options on dates. Now, I was able to book my class once I got to Chiang Mai, but like I said earlier, if you already know you're going to Chiang Mai, go ahead and book that class earlier. Because the busy season is uh, November through February. So if you're going to be there during that time, make sure you got some some plans in place. And same goes for the Elephant Nature Park. If you want to go there, highly recommend. There will be another episode on Elephant Nature Park. But book that one early too. So many people wonder, really, what's the difference in between the half day and the full day cooking class? Well, both classes go to the market, they both experience the farm, but the half day doesn't make the the cashew chicken stir fry, and the half day class just has less downtime to get to know the other classmates. And I've got to say, just getting to form that new bond was was absolutely worth the full day right there. So let's talk costs. 
If you've been listening to this podcast, you know we always talk about costs in the logistics part of the podcast. So the full day cooking class costs about 1500 baht, which is about $45 US. It's really not bad for a full day cooking class with only nine or 10 other people. We got to eat all the food that we made, uh, learn about ingredients, take our time, and have a just a five-star instructor. It was amazing. So there are a few requirements for the class. And one, you need to be able to understand English. Uh, all the classes offered through the Thai Farm Cooking School are taught in English. If you don't understand English very well, then um, you may have trouble just listening to this podcast. Or you can also look into other cooking classes in Thailand or even get a private instructor who knows your language. Um, Or you could even bring along a partner or a friend as your interpreter. And also, you must be at least 12 years old. So if you're going with your children who are 12 and up, feel free to bring them and enroll them in the class. Now, let's say you want to bring your hubby or your friend, your partner, whoever, uh, to the cooking class, and maybe they didn't want to cook, but they just wanted to eat. They do offer for you to be able to do that. And I believe it's around 600 baht, which is about $18 for them to just come and eat an extra portion of everything you make. So what if you're vegan, vegetarian, or have other allergies? Can you take this cooking class? Yes, you can. (laughs) You can substitute vegan and vegetarian ingredients to make the dish uh, to your dietary preferences. If you're allergic to different ingredients, you can read over them. If you don't like something or you're allergic to shellfish or whatever it may be, it's your dish you're getting to cook. You will make it work. So if if you've got some type of allergy or dietary restriction, you can 100% take the class. You just take out what you don't want to cook with. So many people wonder which curry is the spiciest or least spicy, red, green, or yellow. And the answer is, it is your choice. You choose the amount of dynamite chilies you want to add to your curry paste to make it as spicy or not as you want. And same goes along with the rest of the food that you make there. So it is 100% up to you. You don't even have to use any dynamite chilies. However, you should have a little bit of heat in there. So if you are ready to give your tongue a true Thailand adventure, then do not pass up the time to go take a cooking class in Chiang Mai. I promise you won't regret it. And the taste that you taste in that class will linger with you forever. So now that you've left the class, where should you find delicious food in Chiang Mai? Well, I had three places that really stuck out to me on our trip. Uh, The first one is Cooking Love. 
which the average cost of a meal, meal there was about $3 or maybe $4.50. Uh, another one was Cat's Kitchen. And the average cost of a meal there was about a buck fifty to $2. And the third one was Dash. And Dash was a little bit more expensive. It was more like 6 to $10 for the actual food portion of the meal. Now, if you hit up Cooking Love, there is this mango curry. And oh my gosh, it is so good. I promise you will not be disappointed. So check out check out Cooking Love, Cat's Kitchen, and Dash. Those were my favorite places to eat in Chiang Mai. But actually, my favorite place to eat in Chiang Mai was my cooking class. Oh my gosh. Actually, it was my favorite meals or food that I had in Thailand, hands down. So if you'd like uh, some more information, links, even some recipes, go to experiencesyoushouldhave.com. Click on episodes. You'll see this episode. Click on there. I've, I've read up written up um, some show notes, included some recipes. Definitely check it out and go ahead, book that trip to Thailand, go take a cooking class and then report back because I want to hear all about it. And follow us on Instagram at experiences podcast, where I will be posting Lots of food porn for you guys who love food and who love Thai food. And you'll see how we got to use coconut cream to our advantage. So stay tuned for future episodes on experiences you should have. Your how-to guide for amazing experiences. Mm -hmm.